Hello and welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. My name is Adam McKenzie and I'm a research analyst. I'm here with Emma Brown, a research analyst in our networks team. Today we are going to be talking about the impact of new high-performance applications on 5G RAN deployment strategies. Emma, alongside Research Director Caroline Gabriel, recently published a strategy report exploring this topic, and I recently published an article based on the key findings. This article is available to access and download from the Analysis Mason website. So Emma, please can you provide us a little background about the report? Why is this topic so important to analyse in depth now? Thanks, Adam. Well, as more and more operators begin to launch 5G services and 5G standalone becomes a commercially deployed solution, operators are having to come up with new investment strategies for their own 5G deployment. 5G standalone is potentially a game changer. It involves rolling out completely new architectures, which possibly could include a new cloud-native 5G core. 5G standalone opens up new possibilities in terms of what 5G is capable of achieving, as it can support a greater variety of 5G use cases. In turn, this means operators will have to make choices about what to prioritise in their investment. Operators need to consider whether they are going to invest in advanced capabilities beyond advanced mobile broadband connectivity to support new 5G use cases and new revenue streams. And I believe this report aims to provide guidance for operators planning to just do just that and set out some criteria for their decisions. So what exactly do you mean when you're referring to advanced capabilities? So emerging advanced 5G use cases such as robotics and smart factories, AI diagnostics in healthcare sector, and 5G positioning for asset tracking in warehouses have very diverse and demanding connectivity requirements, in addition to just enhanced mobile broadband. So this kind of disrupts the traditional economy economies of scale of the established generic mobile broadband model because each use case may require different sets of capabilities. These advanced capabilities can include very high coverage, ultra-reliable low latency communication, high density, very high throughput, and so on. Interesting. And so why specifically should an operator be prioritizing investment in enhanced RAN capabilities? So our report indicates operators will struggle to generate new revenue streams from 5G without investing investing in advanced RAN capabilities. Advanced 5G RAN capabilities are critical to differentiating operator services, enabling them to address sectors with specialized requirements and potentially to increase the fee of their networks. However, this is a challenging subject as the business case for advanced 5G services is still unproven, so investment is risky. There is no um, single killer app for 5G. So the aim of this report is to shed some light on this topic and to outline which RAN capabilities are important to prioritise to maximise potential new business opportunities and reduce risk. So presumably when operators upgrade their networks, this will involve a CapEx hit. What are the revenue opportunities in investing in advanced capabilities? So, of course, operators will have to make critical decisions in determining their 5G RAN strategy, but this is something that operators are beginning to consider, with approximately one third of operators aiming to have established new revenue streams enabled by highly differentiated 5G RAN by 2026. So, you're right, initially it will be costly. Implementing RAN-centric differentiators will add significantly to the cost of building and optimising a 5G network. So, for instance, to upgrade the network to achieve ultra-reliable low-latency communication will on average increase RAN deployment costs by 22% over 10 years, compared to just supporting advanced mobile broadband. Uh, To support higher coverage, it's even higher at 28%. 
So ultimately, operators will need to weigh up the risk of un uncertain demand, cost of advanced capabilities, with the potential opportunities such as giving access to high-value service services and improve wholesale value of the network. Thank you. And for listeners, there are many more details on the practicalities involved in upgrading 5G RAN, which are covered in our full-length strategy report on the website. So, Emma, you highlighted how the scale of demand for advanced 5G services remains uncertain. But where are operators starting to deploy or perceive demand for new 5G services? Well, in the report, we profiled 19 operators across the globe and found that together they are trialling over 200 5G-specific applications. Our detailed case study shows that AR VR solutions are foundational to 33% of 5G applications under consideration by the 19 operators that we that are commercially deploying non-mobile broadband 5G services. AR VR is very adaptable and is appropriate for a variety of verticals and services such as gaming and training. In addition, sensors with AI solutions which are often utilized in smart city applications and UAV solutions such as drone technology were also popular application operators were exploring. Okay, so if an operator wants to differentiate its 5G network beyond enhanced mobile broadband to support these new advanced use cases, um, what's the best approach? So this is kind of the crux of the report. Operators need to reevaluate their approach to 5G RAN. Operators must prioritize RAN capabilities that support a wide range of markets and use cases in order to mitigate the risk of a fragmented commercial landscape and to enable flexible support for emerging opportunities. Investment in such capabilities is crucial to maximize return of investment. So in practice, operators just can't just select one vertical or one use case, but need to have identified broad application categories to focus on. And what exactly do you mean by an application category? So we identified seven categories that account for 95% of 5G use cases. These are AR, VR, sensors with AI, unmanned automated vehicles, typically drones, robotics, image and vision, AI diagnostic and remote positioning. These categories are applicable across a range of verticals. For instance, AR can be utilized for VR medical training, gaming, and remote control with AR overlay in industrial settings, and the list goes on. So by aligning the use case to broad categories and mapping it to certain RAN capabilities, you get to see the most vital advanced RAN capabilities to prioritize. And what are the strengths of this approach? Investing in capabilities to address RAN requirements of application in these categories will enable operators to support many individual applications in different markets in a common, scalable way because of their shared character characteristics, such as AR, VR, as I mentioned above. So currently, most operators are selecting a small number of 5G applications to deploy and support. This approach of focusing on a few specific and often unrelated 5G use cases will lack scale and risk being unprof unprofitable and fragmented if each of these applications had to be developed individually with its own set of ecosystem partners. So by identifying broad categories of applications with common characteristics in terms of RAN requirements, they can support a wider range of applications with minimal investment. Okay. And what considerations should operators take into account when enhancing their RAN capabilities? So one major consideration is that operators can maximise their return of investment by building channels and partnerships to reach attractive industries and value chains. 
And in addition, another key consideration is that operator strategies will vary based on each individual operator's size, investment budget, and so forth. So for instance, some advanced operators will adopt emerging solutions such as cloud-based RAN, service platforms, and slicing in, in order to pursue new revenue and mitigate investment risks. However, this will be too ambitious for most operators, so they must instead focus on maximizing the monetization of their key areas of expertise, the connectivity itself. In general, operators expect that extended coverage, edge computing integration, and indoor quality of experience will be the biggest areas of new investment in the RAN. And overall, what is clear is that the amount of RAN spending dedicated to generating new businesses is expected to rise from 7% in 2017 to 20% in 2027. Are there any particular RAN capabilities that you think the operators should prioritize? It's hard. We can't we don't want to be reductive on this topic, but our research indicates that ultra reliable low latency communication is one example of an advanced RAN capability that will support a wide range of application in industry sectors. Uh, Ultra-reliable low latency um, is complex to implement and optimise, but it enables many advanced user experiences that can, can deliver benefits for a range of industries and consumer applications, such as immersive gaming. So um, should operators just prioritise improving one RAN capability or several at the same time? Operators shouldn't focus on one RAN capability. Implementing multiple advanced capabilities together can produce synergies in terms of network differentiation, which can magnify the benefits compared to investing in just one. So, for instance, extending network coverage and density would complement um, ultra-reliable low-latency communication, enabling new applications and providing cumulative benefits. Okay, thanks. And so, just to conclude, could you briefly summarise the main message of the report? So the report provides a kind of unique perspective on 5G investment strategy, strategy, viewing it in terms of RAN requirements and capabilities. We believe operators should mitigate the risk of fragmentation and uncertain revenue, potentially by identifying broad categories of services with proven demand rather than individual applications. They must then invest in enabling categories of advanced 5G services that have broadly the same RAN requirements and which complement each other, thereby increasing the return of investment. And lastly, I don't want to be reductive on this topic. The strategy report goes into much, deta uh, much more detail about it. And this is only one angle in which operators need to consider when thinking about the future 5G deployment and strategy. Well, thank you very much, Emma, for your insight on this topic. Uh, it was really great to hear from you. For an even more in-depth breakdown of 5G round strategies, please see our strategy report the impact of new applications on 5G RAN strategies, which also provides detailed analysis, detailed analysis on how to upgrade the network. There is more content on this topic available on the Analysis Mason website. To automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. Thank you very much for listening.